So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Adea from Pretty Criers. Ask her some questions, say about their new self-titled EP, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Uh, it's been awesome. I'm really excited. People seem to like it, you know, so couldn't be happier than that. Hell yeah. I enjoyed it. Yes, I too enjoyed it. Also... <laughs> Uh, so is there any reason why you chose this to be your self-titled EP and is there any meaning behind the cover art? Yeah. So, um, the cover art was actually a, um, a piece that Billy Reimer, our drummer, he, he kind of was like, what if you just kind of did a weird performance with a lot of makeup? And I was like, okay, wait, hold on. And so I sat in my bedroom and just like put makeup all over my face until I couldn't physically get more makeup on my face because mm -hmm. the so um the the name pretty criers in itself is kind of like this facade of like uh preserving some sort of uh beauty in emotional vulnerability so mm -hmm. what do i what do you do with makeup is like you enhance your beauty so what if i take that substance and i make it like the most vile mm -hmm. that i possibly can so <clears throat> that's that still is from um that performance wow wow that's that's really sick yeah i like that a lot actually oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the cp yeah so i write um i've been i just started writing during the pandemic i'm really new to the music world and basically um i met andrele on my basis and she and i kind of have this thing where like i'll bring her just like the weirdest progression of chords because i can't really play the guitar and i'll be like okay i'll do this and then this and then it's supposed to like feel like this and she's like okay shut up i know exactly what you're talking about and That's then um I'll, I'll come up with a vocal melody and um the ep what you're seeing is the range that i think that pretty criers is like kind of coming out of our, our original writing with so we have a hard rock song we have a more pop hooky song we got a love song and then we have something like really mellow and midwestern mm -hmm. um and that's kind of the things that started inspiring us to write together so i like having that conglomeration of things oh yeah i did notice that range when i was listening through the ep so like for for the next body of work is the plan to kind of hone in on one or is it to kind of keep it like super open and um a, a ton of range mm-hmm yeah, so um, it really depends on what we pick because the the good and bad thing is that we've been writing like crazy. Mm -hmm. So we have about two albums worth of things that we're just kind of sitting on right now. So it's, sorry, you're going to hear squeaking. My I have a puppy. Can we please um, meet your Can we puppy? meet them? Yes, absolutely. His name's Knox. Knox, say hi. That's hey, a big puppy. Oh, hi, Knox. <laughs> you got to be a yeah, big dog. Yeah, uh, he's eight months old. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so the the album is it really depends on what we decide. Knox, please stop. <laughs> um, what we decide to do, it it could go in a lot of different directions. And then also, um, Billy and I are writing a ton of like kind of electronic leaning stuff. Oh, wow. um, so who knows at this point? Could go in a lot of different directions. Fair enough. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. Um, my favorite lyric? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, the one that I like is probably the most spontaneous one. So when we were in the studio with Mike Watts, um, 
over at Voodoo in Port Jefferson, we were recording Run Rampant and I had this kind of really long, like, ooh, like chorusy thing going on. He was like, no, it should be something different. And the day before I had written a poem on my phone um, and it was called Two Trees. And one of the lines from the poem was two trees in the yard. He laughed so hard. And that became um, part of the chorus of Run Rampant. Oh, wow. Two trees in the yard. Yeah. Oh, so wow. that's my favorite because it was like the most, he was like, okay, you got to do something. And I was like, okay, here it is. And like 10 seconds later, we have a new chorus. Wow. Wow. That's really fast. I love when people. I love when people like incorporate the poetry kind of into the music. Whether it's like a Fall Out Boy kind of thing, where they give you a, a poetry kind of ballad right before they they start the album, or if it's in the oh, middle of yeah. a song, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Also, that's like like my middle school heart. Even to this day, I'll always listen to Fall Out Boy and be like, yeah, that still rips. Yeah. I, I'll stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Um, so, can you tell us where your headspace is at while you're writing this EP? Um, well, the songs come from over the course of a year, so it's really different places. Um, a lot of it just comes from whatever I'm feeling in the moment. I know that kind of sounds vague, but uh, whenever I, writing music has kind of become like a general coping mechanism for just dealing with being a person for me. So whenever I feel something intense, I sit down with my guitar and things kind of just like spill out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's different areas of intensity breed different feelings of songs which is also why you feel like feel the range of the different textures mm-hmm. okay that's really sick that's really, really sick. does that make sense yes 100 so. okay. it yeah. does okay <laughs> uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this ep for the first time should they play in the car with friends dark with headphones on should they bless at a party work out to it what do you personally recommend um i don't think there's a wrong setting to listen to it in if you like it, I mean, if you don't like it, then there's probably lots of wrong settings. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it can be, you know, it can be heard in any context, um, even between just like the band members. We've played it at bars. We've played it in the car. Um, we've been like, oh, my gosh, let's dance to our own music. You know, so we enjoyed in different contexts. So maybe others will as well. And if someone didn't like it, it's because they listened to it in the wrong context. There's no wrong exactly. context until you don't like the EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, go, I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. okay. Okay. Like, usually, like, usually I'll say if I don't like music, it has to be either one really bad or I'm listening to it in the wrong context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I didn't understand why people liked metal until I started like, feeling the angst and intensity of metal. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is what this is for. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Um, So this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. I would say honest, um, direct, and painful. Ooh. That's good. That was quick. That was very good. Uh, So is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? I'd like people to feel like relatable and safe. Like they have a home for emotions that are intense. Um, I think a lot of people have feelings that aren't addressed in, in our contemporary world and we, we try to hide them away. So I'd like people to understand that, you know, whatever they're going through, like they, 
we've been through it together you know mm -hmm. like, they're not alone like a sense of community community is a huge one especially since we're queer artists um reaching out to like you know the alphabet gang <laughs> mm -hmm. is really important for us and that's so much uh, a part of like the queer world is community and being able to understand and your shared you know trauma of just existing in a world that tells you you shouldn't be alive for sure uh so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating the cp um oh my gosh there's so many my favorite memory like recording or or writing just the entire process overall writing to recording to masters being done and if you have like favorite memories for each one you can you know, highlight each of those if you'd like mm -hmm. yeah okay so um i think one of my favorite moments is uh Andrelia and i had written a bunch of songs and then i met our drummer billy reimer we met through mutual friends on a beach and um, I remember the first time that I showed him the songs, he was like so captivated and so excited and immediately down to work with us. And just having a musician who I respected so much be interested in our work was like, it blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a thousand other moments of us just refining and fighting and um driving in a car and like andy and i like to uh write as we road trip mm -hmm. and andrelea her nickname's andy yeah. but she um so so like i'll be driving and she'll like be putting a microphone in my face and i'll be like oh getting God. down preliminary vocals and she'll be like running around my apartment butt naked trying to like get guitar solo ideas with the microphone just there's just thousands of little moments like this that we share because it's uh, you know uh it's like you you have your chosen family in your band mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you just you just get to be weird with those people oh yeah, yeah. and it, it's awesome because it kind of sounds to me like you kind of already found like your dream team in terms of like artists you want to work with and it's like you're still very new to kind of the whole like music side of things right yeah my goal eternally is to be the worst musician in the room and i really accomplished that off the bat <laughs> i'm like okay cool let me just get this like berkeley love child of victor wooten and god as a bassist and like one of the best living drummers as my drummer and just be like okay cool i'm fine i'm just here <laughs> it's really it's really humbling like they're they're awesome to work with um but it kind of also lets me be uh like playful like you know how sometimes kids will just say a bizarre thing because they don't really know what's up mm-hmm mm -hmm. I get to be the kid in the, <laughs> this scenario, which is really playful and fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Taco Bell. <laughs> so you want to like a, like a just, gas station just Taco gonna, Bell hybrid? Like I want, I just don't like maybe water at a gas station i'm just okay. going to taco bell like beelining body by taco bell like <laughs> okay we're so a like, rest stop here where we're not right. just hitting a gas we're not just hitting a water. gas station oh my goodness okay just <laughs> please tell me you don't trust the water from taco bell though uh 
no, I don't drink the water from top. I mean, if if it's in a Baja Blast. Well, yeah, because uh, I know. got I got straight water once because I needed to refill my water. I took one sip of it. It tasted like cigarettes. I haven't <gasps> gotten water from Taco Bell since. No, like cigarettes. Yeah, it was nasty. Ew. My partner was in the car too. They vouch. It was disgusting. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's a rank. really specific, like, how did it even get there? I don't know. And then it's like, but we got Baja Blast with it. And obviously it all comes out of the same fountain. And it that does. didn't taste like cigarettes. Yeah, because they Baja Blasted the cigarettes right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the, the what's the go-to Taco Bell order for you? Um, so anything with like, like a black bean chalupa is going to be the one. Yeah. yeah, Chalupa's bang. So that yeah. is also my go-to. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Um, do you guys remember when Ben and Jerry's was like trying to do the promo award for people to make their own ice cream? Mm-hmm. I do. Like, like I want. I feel like our band would be if each member of the band made their own ice cream and then we like turned it into a milkshake and then that was the flavor of it i don't know if it would be like tasteful but it would Mm -hmm. be a lot of different flavors in one cup can we pinpoint some flavors here um okay so uh (laughs) i don't know it's really hard for me to translate like musicianship into flavors i know it's a bizarre Mm -hmm. question but we're in the bizarre (laughs) point of the interview so I'm, i'm here for it um like both spicy and sweet and vanilla like peach and jalapeno but also maybe mint wouldn't be i don't know i wouldn't want to eat it yeah it sounded like it was gonna work until you threw the mint in there i know and then it just it went downhill from there but sometimes it works sometimes you'll like bite into that and be like oh wait I feel like it it could work, you know? I don't know. I, the mint's what's throwing me off, because I feel like the jalapeno and the, what was it, peach would, like, work well together with the vanilla, but I don't yeah. know. Like, I feel like the mint might throw that off. The mint might throw it off, yeah. 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 But that's okay. You said it's not supposed to taste like, good. I may, I may just be, like, looking at my own photo too much, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a redhead, so peach, right? <laughs> <laughs> but enough. I don't think jalapeno and mint would go together separately. Yeah, no. I well, yeah, actually, oh. yeah, yeah, because um, don't you have like a mint jelly with like pork or something? And it's like you know, sometimes I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm stretching it, but I really like that you're trying to fit it into what I. I crazy thing that I said though that I appreciate that exactly. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to make it work because it, it there's, there's a chance. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stretch your imagination. Uh, So for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Okay. Great. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Um, Why am I on death row? Uh, Murder. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I want to know so much more about this. Okay, hold on. I, I'm too focused on the fact that I'm on death row. You asked me about my last meal. Um, I would... So there was, like, this special meal that my mom would always make, and it was, like, um, homemade seitan. She would bread it and fry it, 
um and she would do it for like me and my brother's birthdays i would have that and like a, a copious amount of alcohol probably yeah yeah it's valid. yeah okay. maybe tequila i don't know what's a death row drink Me- mezcal maybe we get it all. possibly yeah we get it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah just like give me an amuse bouche like a little bit of everything mm-hmm. fair enough Love uh it. so if you could live in one fiction world for a week where would you live um i would live in oscar wilde's depiction of fully automated gay luxury space communism in his piece uh, the soul of man under socialism. Haven't gotten that one before. Yeah, we have not gotten that one before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's, but that's that's where I would live because he um, it's it's actually like a little sad because it feels like it is fictional, but what he's talking about is kind of um an ability to have humans pursue art full time uh mm. and have everything else be fully automated, you know. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. That's where I'd live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Um, what is my favorite color? What is your favorite color? I would say my favorite color is, like, how familiar are you guys with paints? Um, you know, I... I painted a little bit when I was, you know, like four years ago. So maybe. Okay. So so I'd say that my favorite color is if you mix yellow ochre and Payne's mm-hmm. gray together. Okay. There's like a specific ratio of those two colors. And it makes, I guess, a type of brown. And that mm-hmm. is my favorite color. Okay. Um, I have a master's in fine arts. So paint, like paint and colors. And I can nerd out about that all day. Fair enough. Yeah. That's really cool. That's, yeah, that sounds good. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, So as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, Yeah, I I would love to just like say, if you're listening to this, um, check out uh, Andrelea Bush's project Empathology. Uh, She's on Instagram as That Awesome Bassist. Our drummer, Billy Reimer, has a new amazing project called Thought Crimes. They're on tour right now. They just dropped an album. They're phenomenal. Um, pretty criers you can find us on instagram facebook email the internet and that's it oh yeah all right awesome. well thank you for now that's been a day from pretty criers and we have been the good noise podcast